Bass and my aunt, the MC, Drape Tech on the beat. Let's go, y'all. Northwest and let's go. Check it out, y'all. Hey, hey, I said, Nathan Graber Lupin, man, aka NGL. His show is the truth, like NGL. That means he's not gonna lie, and he's clever when he speaks. Plus, he runs unplugged, that's the editor in chief. Special guests on this show have gotten exposure. Discuss the sports, music, and popular culture. Streetwear, and don't forget the entrepreneurs, cause when they Welcome back to the GL Review. Thanks as always to Chicago freestyle rapper Sam I Am the MC for the awesome intro track. I'm Nathan Graber Lipperman, CEO of Powder Blue Media and editor in chief of Unplugged. I'm bringing you new episodes of the show every Wednesday morning right here on the Powder Blue Podcast Network, where I invite on awesome guests for interviews, recap what's going on in pop culture with the rotating group panelists, and also talk about my eclectic interests such as sneakers, entrepreneurship, and ultimate frisbee. Now, one of the things I've been including on this podcast of late, well, to, to be honest, I took a two-week hiatus because, well, school ended and I was kind of tired. And I mean, what a ride that year was. I just finished up my sophomore year at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, where I'm pursuing a bachelor's in journalism and a minor in entrepreneurship. It got stressful at times, really, really stressful, but... If you've been listening to past episodes, you know I've been telling my story, my story on the entrepreneurial journey, my thoughts on entrepreneurship as a whole, because I think it sheds lights on the ups and downs of the startup experience. But anyway, one of the things I decided to do at the end of the school year was reflect on this whole experience, growing from me writing sports articles and Unplugged to opening up a business checking account for a full-fledged LLC. That's right, Powder Blue Media, comma, LLC. And to reflect, I invited on my two original partners in crime, the co-hosts of the original Unplugged podcast, Jake Liker and Andrew Fenichel. All three of us have taken much different paths through college. I'm much more invested in the startup world, while both Jake and Andrew are looking to pursue more traditional routes in sports media. Jake this summer is working with DC United's broadcast team, and Andrew took an internship at NFL Media Headquarters, working with their fancy football department. Um, pretty awesome gigs, both on their ends. And But I mean, anyway, yeah... Yeah, we've all played a role in the melody of this company in one way or another. We've all grown from it, learned from it, have some fond memories of it to boot. But, man, it's it's crazy. I'm done with sophomore year. I've said it before and I'll say it again. My dream is to make this a fully functioning business and that senior year deadline where I don't have the protection of being an undergrad, it's, it's a scary thought. I, I say that with a twang of anxiety and also a twang of excitement because, well, this summer, I'm competing in the Wildfire Startup Accelerator program through the Garage, Northwestern's incubator for student ventures. Between joining this program and winning various other grants, we've accrued over $15,000 in funds to help make this whole thing a reality. So, I mean, every morning here in Evanston from 9 to 5, we're going to be building out our business plan, meeting with them, pitching to investors, and better yet, I don't even have to deal with that pesky school thing because I'm literally working on my startup full time and getting paid to do it. What could be any better than that? But yeah, my goal throughout this entire process is to keep you all updated, documenting it through the weekly GL review. Well, I I should mention it's partially for my own benefit too, because I've tried the whole journal thing and have never found enough time to make it happen. Nonetheless, these will always exist throughout the interwebs, and I hope to grow throughout this entire 10-week period, just as I have these last two years. It's all a learning experience in the end, right? Plus, I get to finally live in an apartment for the first time, which has been a whole process in of itself. I mean, I dropped like $100 yesterday buying pots and pans and plates and whatnot from Target. The real world is expensive. Running a startup is difficult. All big life lessons. Anyway, we recorded this originally during our reading week, so sometime during the first week of June. Here's Jake Liker and Andrew Fenichel. Thursday of our reading week here at Northwestern, and tomorrow I know Andrew's leaving, flying out to the city of Angles, Los Angeles. And Never heard that one before. Yeah, that's new. Sounds like an East Coast kind of way of saying it. Los Angeles? It's from the Big Lebowski. Yeah, but Los Angles? Los Angles. Yeah, it, it's from the Big Lebowski. Never, never struck you as a math guy. As two LA guys, 
you have to see The Big Lebowski. It's like one of the quintessential movies, uh, along with the other 500 million movies about Hollywood. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm here with Jake Liker and Andrew Fenichel, two guys who were on the original Unplugged podcast. And I mean, how you guys doing right now? Where, where are you at with this week, with this year and everything? A- Andrew and I were talking about how today is just a gross day. We both need a shower. It's it's a well. You you refer to today as a grind, both mentally and physically. Isn't that right, Andrew? One hundred percent. I mean, outside it's like misty, fifty three, and just there's no emotion on this campus right now. It's just a grind. <laughs> it's also can we appreciate that it's June and it's misty. Like I saw a low of fifty two. <laughs> uh, I will say this: I'm okay with the weather right now, simply because I know the weather is like this back home. June gloom is, is like a weird like microclimate phenomenon in Southern California. So this is actually okay for me. Well, in any event, <laughs> I feel like I open every one of these podcasts talking with my guests or panelists about the weather. I'm so boring, <laughs> but I'm already like an old man. But um, yeah, I asked Jake and Andrew to come on the podcast because we're finishing up our sophomore years halfway done, some cases more than halfway done with college already, which is just insane to reflect on. <laughs> But, um, that is wild. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. By no means did the Unplugged podcast of this whole thing start um, at Northwestern. It did start way back when in the great town of West Hartford, Connecticut. But with that being said, it's really flourished. And uh, I, I don't think I would have kept it up if it wasn't for all the people along the way who helped contribute and, you know, wanted to do it, had that same excitement with me. And it kind of started with these two guys. When we really started doing the Unplugged podcast in January 2018, it was kind of a weekly recap of what was going on with sports and popular culture, and we kept it up week to week. But um, in any event, I was just curious, what do you guys remember about the first time I asked you to come on a podcast, and you know, what did you know or think about Unplugged at the time, this thing I was like kind of working on or whatever? You mean U-N-P-L-U-G-G-E-D with Nathan Graver Lipperman? Because that was still the branding at the time, wasn't no, it? No, no, I the, think I had the, the apostrophe. Was oh, okay, this was post-apostrophe I think era. apostrophe was December 2017. Post-apostrophe. Okay. Lip, lip, <laughs> forget it. I tried it, it didn't work. Well, see, that's a funny question, because I honestly don't remember you approaching me, talking about, oh, let's just do this podcast. What I do remember, though, is being nervous as hell. <laughs> Which is crazy, because at this moment, I've probably recorded over, like, 50 podcasts in the last year, more. year and a half. Honestly, maybe even more. Right, and at this moment, moment, it's just so, like, not easy, but it's very fun and light. I think that's why a yeah. lot of people like podcasts in this modern era of, um, you know, media. But at the time, I just remember being like, oh, man, I gotta, like, I can't mess up at all. I have to be so ready and I have to know my stuff. I'm gonna trip up on my words and all this stuff. And I was so, so nervous. So I remember going to that first podcast and be like, okay, like, Jake's the pro, right? Nathan, you know, this is his show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a step back. I'm going to take a step back. And then I just remember by the second episode, I was all the way in. Honestly, I, I actually can't remember when you approached us. I was surprised that you said January. I didn't know what month I thought it was, but for some reason, January was not the month that I had in mind. That was the first one we like recorded and dropped, at least in January. Yeah. What was the topic of the first episode? Oh, I looked back on was it. it. I think it was NFL, right? Yeah, it yes, was like NFL Yes, this playoffs. is right. Was it I remember this. It was predictions because I remember. Yeah, we were all I really wrong. I was really wrong. all in. <laughs> Not, I was right about, I think there, we had a big argument about Viking Saints. Yeah, that was a huge and one. I think I was pretty in on the Vikings and y'all weren't feeling it. I mean, like, the way that game ended, though. I mean, I was right, though. <laughs> so, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're not wrong. No. No, but. I'm not. <laughs> That's correct. I like I like this aspect. Jake was the professional here. Um, that's funny, you know. Man just came in with all this H dub clout. But uh, <laughs> hold on. The reason I was the professional for this was because I had done one of these. I had my own one of these back in like ninth grade and did it for two years. I think that's why I was kind of just used to it. I don't think I don't think he looked at me in my high school and was like, Oh, he's legit. What do you say? If you, in, this, in today's era, if you have one podcast, you're a pro. I think that's pretty standard. One podcast is in like one recorded episode or one like show? Let's go one show of about four episodes because that's arguably the length of the average podcast like, series. That like lives on, I feel like. Yeah. 
Like, like for a show to live on. Like, once you make it to four, it's like, well, shit, I'm in, I guess. <laughs> you know? Oh, wait. Are we cursing? Did we curse on this before? I can't remember if we cursed on this before. And I don't know Every if single person. Yep. I know, I yep. know, because you've mentioned this to me this. before. <laughs> and I can't remember if we cursed or not in, in the early Man, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Damn. He was really just Go like, all yeah. Answer. It's been explicit since the get-go because when you're hosting on SoundCloud, there's a little checkbox. It's you either check off explicit or you leave it blank. And it I looks cooler off. when it's explicit. Right. You get 100%. like the E. Yeah. It's all about That's the clout. That's clout. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Big clout guy. But yeah, I mean, just look at it. So we kept up this Unplugged podcast week after week. There, we were kind of like just recording in back rooms all over campus. I'm sure you guys remember that room in... Uh, McTrib. McTrib yeah. and CRC, um, which is the dorm I lived in oh, last year. On. All over campus. We recorded in one spot with the exception <laughs> of the NFL draft preview, which... No, we recorded in CRC like multiple times. I I want to say it was like twice. Okay, I distinctly remember bringing people there for interviews, like Eric Kenny. Like, oh, there wasn't oh, a lot of okay, that's fair. Okay, that's I'm fair. sorry. I thought you said we were recording stuff like our, like the three of us. I only remembered two places, which were Trib and the NFL draft show in CRC. Got to say though, was my favorite. I think that we did. Let's take a moment to appreciate that NFL draft show. It was the mock draft show yeah. featuring Peter Warren, where he drafted a baseball player yeah, in, the, in I, I with do the thirty-second pick. The Carolina Panthers walked away with a pitcher from Duke <laughs> with a thirty-second pick. That was my least favorite episode. Which was traded to him. <laughs> The whole point of that episode <laughs> was for like a month before for everyone to like take the eight teams and really research them and like know the ins and outs. I killed and the then, draft. Oh, I won. And then, and then we Just walked in and you guys like were like, all right, let me pull up like this mock draft I found online. And that was the, I whole, my the whole point was that it, mock drafts suck. And that was like to like well, I really think, research I think stuff. we proved a point. Also, <laughs> I don't, I, I think I pretty I think it did pretty well. I don't think I was the one who who drafted a baseball player. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Three of your panelists drafted baseball players, and I wasn't one of them. Three, so I did. No, sorry. Two of your three <laughs> panelists drafted baseball players, and I did, did I? not. Yes, you did it too at one point, I believe. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't remember that. I don't remember my credibility being demeaned like that. <laughs> I remember one person drafting a baseball player, and it was Peter Warren. I was I was making draft day trades with Peter you, Warren. You made a lot of trades. But that added to the entertainment aspect of the show. You made one ridiculous pick. I made pick. the show. You made one ridiculous pick, and I can't remember what it was, but it was something absurd. You know this has gotten so much more professional, too, with the, the phone call going halfway. It was down. actually an alarm. You ah. know, I'm, I got to be Laundry. careful during reading week. No, I just kind of, I don't know. People at home may be listening and could relate to this in terms of being heavy sleepers. When I set an alarm, it's not one. You, you just, I kind of just swipe like a good five, six, seven, eight the night before, just like depending on how I'm feeling. And I was really feeling like swiping last night. So I just went all the way down to 125. Let me see if I got any more. I'll make sure nothing goes off. I again swipe like five show. usually. <laughs> I'm like a two. Yeah, we're good. I'm pretty good. Anyway, so like past the NFL draft show, were there any specific memories of like recording th- those podcasts? Any, any that stick out to you? I got one. That trivia segment that we tried to do for a few Lightning episodes round. where Jake just killed me every single yeah. week. That, segment. that was, that was segment. the low moment of my life. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there. That was not a great look for your boy. That's what, like when you're applying to internships and stuff. It's like, here's my reel. <laughs> just like play that. Don't include that. <laughs> my favorite was, I can't remember what the joke was, but it was very inappropriate. And I kind of just looked at one of you two and kind of just like acknowledged that there was a weird phrasing and we kind of just lost it on air. Like it was one of the funniest things that had ever been said. And I can't remember for the life of me what it had to do. No, no, no. I don't remember I know I said it because I felt really good about it. It was, it was before the Giannis episode. We talked about Giannis and like a dunk of Giannis's at one point. It was before that. I, and I just can't remember what it was for the life of me. I was going to say, you remember... But we all thought it was, like, the funniest thing. I didn't actually come prepared with anything in terms of, like, what I remember. But you remember our uh, favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah, listen. <laughs> you tried to dunk on me for being uncultured because I want to watch the UCLA basketball game. <laughs> and you guys 
almost ditched me for Black Panther and I ran out and caught up with you guys. And then you crapped on me for not watching any superhero movies other than Black Panther. And I was outraged at this because I just turned around and shot back at you. It says the guy who thought SZA was a member of the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> well, I was going to say that that was on one of the first episodes. Like, it, like the Wu-Tang Clan, like SZA thing. Yeah, because it was all the stars. The, we yeah, were talking yeah, about yeah. all the stars and then we saw it. Like, man. Right. Also, speaking of music, and I think SZA made an appearance on this. Remember the episode where we went through and me and Jake tried to guess no, Every I, single I had it. I had you two try. Oh, that's right. That's all right. The diamond. Jake, yeah, I, all the, was it diamond or platinum? One. It was diamond. Diamond, diamond ten certified times platinum. ten times platinum albums since two thousand. Singles. 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 Singles of all time. But and the it's problem all is, time. ten million listens makes it diamond. I'm I'm not sure. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not the well, RAA. But yeah, facts. You, you, you can look it up. It's somewhere there. Nah, but it and was, I think I won, didn't I? From what I remember, I won. You I remember both we didn't finish. Won. We definitely didn't finish, and neither of us did well. But I want to say I had like one or two more than you, Nate. You know what? Take all the which victories you can get. Big moment yeah. for myself. <laughs> I'm trying to think of which of the two of you would be more likely to guess Cruise by Florida Georgia Line, and I do think Andrew would be the more likely. I don't think I either a little of us bit got of country it. music. No, we didn't get that one. I can't believe that that's what... There's like... There were 17 songs ever to go <laughs> Diamond. I mean, granted, they were all in 2009 or later because before Streaming then it was just works. all albums. But still, like, really? Cruise by Florida Georgia? Like, that, that's the one? So here's a question, Jake, too. So, you know, one of the last things of freshman year, you write about the, the ridiculous world war of um, singing competitions known as Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's published on the site. And then you get us to all come and watch it for a whole day. And you're just like... <laughs> ecstatic about oh, yeah. this oh yeah just like reflect on that Any no that was that? my like i would at the end of each school year i go through like i think top five moments and that and that was absolutely number one because <laughs> i've been watching this thing for three years by myself it was so weird in something that i probably should have been ashamed of <laughs> and perhaps still should perhaps be ashamed of but i wasn't told you guys about it and you guys were enthralled y'all were all it and then we watched it, and it was great. We're just all losers together, you know? <laughs> if senior year of high school, you would have told me that, I'll go top five with you, Jake, that one of the five defining moments of the first year of my college experience was sitting in a dark room in the lousiest dorm on campus. You know it. <laughs> watching live music videos. Not even performances. <laughs> performances. Whatever you want to countries. Call We're talking about how great Moldova's song was. Right. <laughs> like... I didn't even know Moldova was a country senior year of high school. Like I, I would have thought you were crazy. I, I probably would have. <laughs> I probably would have thought I hated college, but it was anything but that. That was an awesome moment. Yeah, that, that was great. That was great. Like even you know with Quavo showing up to this year's, I still don't know which one was a better competition. I can tell you easily that even though this year the right songs. winner won, I think last year's was better. I, I, I agree. in terms of theatrics. Yeah, the, I think last year's had more moments. But. Yeah, okay, so this is kind of like end of freshman year. Moving on to summer, I mean, Jake, you were busy working uh, your own gig over at Universal. Um, <laughs> what? I, I was going to let you plug it, but you, then I don't you, know. You really let me, like, you really just gassed me up there. You said working at Universal. That's a very different thing. I mean, it's your own gig, technically too. Technically not wrong in that this Universal show kids. aired <laughs> on a Universal-owned channel okay he was working on some like backcountry version of american ninja warrior how does that sound hey hey i like the first one more (laughs) but yeah so jake's kind of doing his own thing uh andrew and i were kind of like talking about this like almost every day honestly and like people are starting to come on board such as the one only jack leto remember the message that jack sent you yeah it was just like hey man i'm bored i want to podcast and write what's up with this unplugged thing and you say who's this nate guy okay yeah okay maybe it was that too (laughs) Some combination. But, yeah, so you guys started the Fantasy Geek. Um, I pushed you guys to keep that up because this was the whole, like, you know, easy to start a pod, hard to keep it up thing. Um, And you guys did it week to week. Um, What were your thoughts just looking back on recording that thing? Happy you did it? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's still going. Technically, yeah. It's technically still going strong. (laughs) You know, we record about once every month, I'd say, now that it's the off-season. But, yeah, in-season, we were going every single week. I put... Definitely more time into that than any of my classes freshman year. And, like, it was a lot of fun. I mean, Wait, I sophomore learned... sophomore year or freshman year? 
Oh, that's right. That was sophomore year. Yeah, that's the beginning of this year. Whoa. Whoa, this has been a long year. I need the summer. But yeah, okay, sophomore year. Well, for sure, sophomore year, considering <laughs> my, my grades were a lot better freshman year than sophomore year. But besides all of that, yeah, no, it was an awesome experience. It was a lot of fun. I thought the product was really good, and that, you know, um, made everything worth it. Won a little bit of money in DraftKings because of it. There you go. DraftKings, man. Remember our freshman year football season in every commercial was DraftKings and FanDuel. FanDuel, yeah. They went so hard right out of the gate, and they lost everything because of it. Or not everything, but, I mean, that definitely bit them. That's that's died. I never did. I never put any money into it. No, neither did I. I know, like, my cousin would put, like, $30 in, like, for I'm not that much of a high roller. Yeah, that's just gambling at that point. I want to see if you... Do you remember the emergency pod we did over the summer? It was about... Because I remember I exactly where I was. Oh, about LeBron, LeBron James. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called him from Vancouver. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I do remember. That was funny. Because this was... I think we talked a little bit about Drake. Because there was definitely something involving Drake. And then we talked Lakers and LeBron. Oh, Drake was like the story of Adidon. Yeah. With Pusha T. Which feels oh, of course. so yeah. recent, by the way. Did like, you, did you see the, you the Warriors trolling? We're playing it last night at Oracle. Yeah, they were playing That's it great. while Steph was warming up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but Drake got the last laugh with the IG story. That's true. That's true. Did you see it, Jake? No. It, so the Warriors shirts, like on, they gave out to fans in the game, which said stay golden on them. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, Drake put on his IG story, stay golden as a caption, and then it was Clay from like college or high school with a bunch of like blonde chicks or something, and he was like shirtless and like drunk out of his mind. Wow. So how do we feel about Drake's uh, Kevin question mark hoodie from a couple games ago? Did you see that? Um, I don't know. He's just loving it, though. Oh, yeah. That's what Drake's all about. Hate him or love him, he plays the game incredibly well. It's just entertainment. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um... One other thing too. So, so Jake, we have to give some credit to Jake. He he was coming on over the summer, but one other thing you helped with Jake. So, I mean, well, first of all, I'll touch on like, uh, you know, coming back sophomore year and being at the Northwestern Publication Fair. I know Andrew was there with me. Um, yep, we were like low key like recruiting question mark. I don't know. We were just kind of there having a rushing, good, rush, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rush chair. Um, we were just like low key, just there, kind of having a good time while all the, the like actual student clubs were like really, really recruiting. But in any event, I mean, what what was what was it like? What do you remember from just kind of like standing there and like people coming by? Like, what the hell are you guys doing? I remember beefing with NNN a little bit. I remember <laughs> everyone just being really confused, but also like it's a classic Medill. Like you you want to be interested, but like you gotta stay in your lane. Right, so no one really was approaching us, but you could tell everyone was watching us, and that was a lot of fun. And the t-shirts? Oh, yeah, and the t-shirts. We were extra. Rocking I, the classic logo tee. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We also should have gone poster board. Oh, well. Poster board? We kind of just did, like, the two computers. Okay. You know what I mean? Thoughts for next year? Yeah, for sure, poster board. Next year, we'll have our hot takes Some bot. Some candy, like, too. The AI, just, like, oh, done. Yeah. Jake, how do you feel about that? Did you see the hot takes bot? The, the hot takes what? Bot. Like robot, like AI texting. So it's an service. AI that studies like ten of the greatest hot take artists in the world, from Donald Trump to Stephen A. Smith to Andrew Fanichel and Charlie Goldsmith. Yeah, and then it can talk in hot takes, and you like message it on like Facebook Messenger or something like that. Did, did you guys make this? Yeah. Well, what? We don't have a prototype how, yet. How, how much in funding do you guys have? <laughs> we haven't actually made it yet, but how is that? I mean, we were walking <laughs> the next morning. Remember, we we're walking out of. <laughs> shepherd and we see charlie walk by he's like what is this thing coming out i gotta have this also would the bot never lose i'm gonna is be that the point honest, i mean it would guys, just keep arguing i th- okay think a hot takes bots already exist and they've kind of wreaked havoc on a global political scale and you interact with them every day like i mean you you might just be reinventing the wheel here what, what do we interact yeah. with every day what's the answer a hot take bots bots online just Oh, like Twitter bots? Yeah. Like fake accounts? The bot farms in Russia? Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, but this on. one's satirical. And oh, this one's we go. actually smart. Here we go. <laughs> Not this conversation again. It doesn't matter if the bots are satirical. People don't necessarily know that. 
So isn't half like the fun, fun of Twitter just interacting <laughs> with these bots that are just coming no, at you? I, I hate bots. I love it. <laughs> I think Imagine it's so much if fun. Putin comes out and says, oh, yes, perhaps our bots made you uh, all get measles back. <laughs> but this is on you. It was satirical. Like, no, I don't care if it was satirical. <laughs> what was that accent? <laughs> I think it was Russian. I'm not sure. That's pretty good. And if you ask me. Yeah. I don't disagree, but um, moving on to something slightly more serious. <laughs> more uh, serious than bringing back measles? And hot takes spots. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jake, you weren't necessarily super involved over the summer, but one thing you did do was you helped me a lot work on my rap in the M-word piece, which is something I had been working on for a whole year. I mean, like, every day I was waking up and saying, am I going to, like, finally finish it? Am I going to work on it? And... It was a really difficult topic to approach, so um, it did take that long. I took uh, a lot of time in doing it. But um, not even just off the start, look, we don't base things off of clicks and views with Unplugged. That's never been the the goal. But I'm just curious, how many views and reads do you think it has by now, respectively? I hate when I ask one of these questions. I hype (laughs) it up so much that the other person buys into the hype and guesses over, and then it's a letdown. You're gonna say like 15 million. (laughs) So I'm gonna say what I honestly thought it was, which was like 1,300. 1,300? Yeah. How many reads? Well, I don't know. A read is what? I spend enough time on Medium to know the difference between these things. You scroll all the way to the bottom. You read to the bottom. But what if you just quickly scroll? I mean, if you quickly scroll, it counts it too. Okay. Well, now that's a problem. Okay, don't worry about the reads. Yeah. Fine. Just worry about the views. <laughs> um, so 1,300? Yeah. 5,080. Wow. And if you Google rap in the N-word, it's one of the top three things God, that pops up on Google. God, I love that SEO optimization. <laughs> Over 3,000 from Google alone. But in any event, I don't bring that up as a, you know, like, oh, views. Woo. It's more just like over like 20 people are viewing it every day and people are like, clapping on it and whatnot and i bring it up because i couldn't have done it without you because this man over here wrote like a 20 page like uh just list of edits for me in of itself <laughs> here's the thing I'm, i am you don't want me as your editor but you also do here's the thing when people treat something when they really care something again i know what it's like to care about something intensely that other people don't necessarily whether, whether that's tottenham eurovision or whatever so when somebody else comes out and has that passion for this thing that they're working on that they're doing like that's their baby i will help if you come to me if you trust me enough to ask me to help you raise your baby i will do that i will do that it's the you. ultimate babysitter yeah i was gonna say jake you want to be my godfather in about or my baby's godfather in like 10 years sure 10 years great Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> say. Well, I don't know. By thirty, oh my! I sort of hope I'm like almost is, married by thirty. <laughs> I, I was explaining to someone earlier that high school, the world felt like it was turning too slow, and every day was a grind. And now in college, it feels like the earth is spinning too fast. Time is moving too fast. I need everything to slow down. You know what college is? College is one of those treadmills that you like. You like up the incline, and it's on the fastest speed. <laughs> So it's just a grind uphill, but it's also way too fast. Northwestern by Nordic Track. <laughs> <laughs> what would the tagline be? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, all the weight loss, a quarter of the energy. <laughs> oh, the good I old knew, quarter. I knew he'd come up with something. Um, but no, that was a really good story, and I, I appreciated that you pursued it. And you know, I've always admired your, your willingness to execute on things. I mean, I worked my butt off on that sneaker project for two hundred one two, that sneaker map, and I never did anything with it. It's <laughs> like I worked so hard on things. It's still there. Once it's we can done, still use it. I'm just fed up with it, and I never want to see it again. But um, I, I mean, it was a good article. It was well written. You clearly cared about it, and I was willing, willing to help. So I'm, I'm glad you appreciate that. Do you get an you A on that assignment? Now. No, I got a B plus. Um, Does that not sum up your college experience <laughs> or what? The 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 feedback I got from our like introductory journalism teacher was, I thought this could be something that would be worth publishing. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Eighty nine. <laughs> like that's that's what it said. Oh. 
Wait, so like, oh, I thought, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The way you say that makes it sound like he thought it would. I, I, I interpret you saying that as, as, originally, I thought this was something that would be, that could have been published, but it wasn't B+. But now I realize what you're saying, which was, this was good enough to be published, and you're still getting a B+. That, I, I misunderstood. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying that yeah, he said. Yeah, it's the first one. It, no, it? he's saying, like. Like, given the pitch and the story idea, like, I thought it would oh. be of a caliber yeah. that it would be that's worth so, publishing. That's, that's brutal. And even, I didn't really worry about that because, like, I think the word count for that was a thousand words or something. And I just gave him a product that, like, what did it end up as? It's like 4,200 or something. But yeah, I always knew that. I just wanted to, like, kind of do it myself. And that was another thing I wanted to point out because, like, I did work on it for a whole year. And just the thought of, like, publishing it on, you know, like, my own slash our own site you know like not having anyone else tell me like this is the word count this is how you have to do it and just like the, the fact that people are still clapping it and reading it to this day like i hate like you know like humble bragging about like something i worked really hard on but like that that just thought really drove me i mean if you raise your baby and the baby <laughs> grows up and goes to college and gets a degree you're absolutely gonna flex using your child you should be proud. That's your baby. Look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> that look from Jake right I don't know now. if I want him as my babysitter anymore. I'm getting some scary, like, horror movie vibes. <laughs> but, um, Naven, so that's kind of, like, where we're at start of sophomore year. And then, like, kind of roll around to, like, December. You know, this is when we're like, okay, like, we're going to make a startup. I've said the word words powder blue media enough that everyone's like, okay, like, this sounds okay. Like, we can do this. You know, um... At this time, too, we rolled out episode one of the Hot Take Show. Um, this is an idea I've had for two years, and I'm pretty sure, like, we first really talked about making it happen, like, the prior spring, like, around April. I distinctly remember being in um, the original Uno, the, the birthplace of Deep Dish, and it was oh, us three that's and... where it was? It was us three and Peter mm-hmm. talking, and this was when Peter was talking about how chess is a sport, and he brought up, like, his articles oh, he wrote in high school. Imagine... And then Jake was talking about Beanie being a hat. Imagine the amazing new next big idea you could have if you just were willing to go back to an escape room. <laughs> True. <laughs> we should just look on Groupon. We need like, vengeance. All we right? do. That we was do. the best escape room I've ever been to, and we couldn't get out. Remember when the guy told me it was a Sudoku when I asked him if it was algebra? He said, no, it's a Sudoku. But it was fully algebra. It was like three <laughs> equations stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Like, this isn't a Sudoku. Whatever. I yeah. need to go back. I love how Hot Take Show just like turned into our angst uh, about the Especially because we spent 15 minutes trying to turn a lock correctly. Oh, Nate, so you suck annoying. at keys. <laughs> Thank you. I am very worried about the summer in which I have to use a lock. You know, he still hasn't been able to figure out the front door key of our apartment. Uh, it took me a little bit, I gotta say. I figured it out, but it took me some effort. I didn't use locks growing up. I just, like, came in the garage, you know? Yeah, no, I, like, a no key it's pad. valid. It's valid. I, I've never considered myself good with keys. It's a, it's a skill. But anyway, hot take show, you know, this is something two years. We finally make it happen in December. We film in the studio. Jake's our, one of our first panelists. He wins. Um, we also went down to Chicago. I, I dragged Andrew. Um, do you remember that morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was a little bit, you know, under the weather for various reasons, you might say. <laughs> college hashtag college yeah um but yeah i mean what what were your <laughs> what were your memories though just from like going it was freezing cold you know going and asking people about like if a beanie's a hat you know we were right next to the tribune tower um any thoughts it was really cold that's that's for sure and i remember part of what made it extra cold at least for me was that so i had an outer layer jacket on like a big puffy jacket so yeah, so I had this huge outer jacket on, but for every shot of every single man on the street interview, I took it off just so I could rep the unplugged hoodie, right? I mean, you got to have the branding in there, right? That's, you know, half the battle. Huge for the brand. Huge for the brand. But <laughs> that made it extra, extra cold, especially like I wasn't wearing gloves. I wasn't wearing anything. It was freezing. My nose was super red. It wasn't a great look for me, but it was a ton of fun. Got some awesome answers too people of chicago man they spoke yeah no and i mean so jake you're you were also our first guest and you were there as we were trying to scrambling to figure out the studio and make it happen i remember you saying distinctly afterwards i did not think this was going to happen you were talking oh, about I didn't either. other panelists george but i mean 
What were your thoughts when we finally spent all that time preparing it, got in the studio, um, and then it came together? And then it came together, I was like, well, first of all, I was just happy that I won. Because, <laughs> and, and, he, and here's why, I'll, I'll explain why. I'm a big fairness and justice kind of guy. I'm okay with losing when I deserve to lose, but I deserved to win that day. And I was worried because Andrew really was, you know, he, he was leading us on. He was a very good host. And, but, and, and I was worried, but I felt pretty confident that I had won the day. And then Andrew gave it to me, and then it was all good. And then I, like, ran to a... I think I ran to work on a... Yes, I had, a, I had the review session for, for Global History. That's wow. why we needed to... That's why I was worried that it wasn't going to get started in time. So when you won and you received the bag of flaming Hot Cheetos... Secured the bag. Secured the bag. There was a shot on camera yes. that we got. Incredible camera work yes. from our crew in the studio. Of you looking absolutely disgusted. <laughs> See, no, you're just confused. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I we kinda make that to a gift. <laughs> I kind of laughed and just put it down because I don't like Cheetos and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with this. Like, I wanted to be gracious, but like, I don't know. I guess I couldn't really hide my emotion at that point. I was just like, what, what's going on here, man? You really just spray painted a golden bag of Cheetos? Like, well, we what? didn't actually end up spray painting it. Did you? We? Or did we you did not? No, no, we no. That no. was just an idea. Did you know the Cheetos were coming, though? Have we discussed that or no? I think I knew. Mm-hmm. I well, think I knew? The other part of that scene, though, was that I was actually supposed to give you the bag before your, like, final thoughts or whatever. Or not final thoughts, like, concluding statement. Or no. Wait, no, 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 winner's, before his, like... Like, winner's statement. Yeah, winner's speech or whatever. His, I'm going to Disney World. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. I was supposed to give it to you before that, so that while you are speaking to the camera, you were kind of, like, holding it, but I forgot, so that's when, after that happened, I reached out, gave you the bag, and, and then you that's why we didn't it. get sponsored by Cheetos. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, well, no, that's on me. I mean, first of all, hat, a beanie's still a hat, but second of all, it's... Uh, Wrong. <laughs> I <about> won. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, just because you won doesn't mean you're right. I mean, I- I'm just curious too, Jake. What was it like to we filmed the second episode in April? Did we film? No, we filmed it last quarter. So March. We filmed it March. March. What was it like watching from the studio side as we again scrambled to make it happen, but it did happen as our one member live audience? <laughs> um. Okay. How honest do you want me to be? You could be perfectly honest. You could be like, this fucking sucks. I was like, how am I going to get out of here, man? This is so bad. I don't know what to do. This isn't going to get started for another hour. This is always how this goes. Why did... I mean, my friends left me. I was stuck there. I desperately need to work on this final because, again, it was reading week. I was like, I can't leave. I can't. It's just not good. I cannot leave. It's not the right thing to do. And so I watched. But the other thing that I was thinking was what was driving me crazy was that all Peter needed to do to win was to turn on Kerwin and tell him that his last name started with a C. And <laughs> well, Kerwin broke, or brought that yes, up. Yes, at the very end. Peter needed to use that point first. And so that was the other thing. I was also just like strategizing for them. And it just so wasn't you were a little working. biased. And <laughs> lastly, I thought Sam Baldwin should have won the hot take show. Because she was the only person with the correct take. Bagel's uh, a bagel bread. is not a bread. No, it is not a bread. A bagel they are the same is thing. Not a bread. Then it's, what is it? It's not. Why not? It's a bagel. It's its own class. Which of is a type thing. of bread. It just it's bread. Bagel is made of bread. Look, it just doesn't feel right. You know. <laughs> It just, it doesn't... Bagels don't have feelings. It's not what this is That's about. Yeah, this show I is so objective. But I There's do, no and I know how I it. feel about this, and it doesn't feel right. When I eat a, when I eat a bagel, I'm like, this is some great bread. Is and it, you can't change my mind. Okay. <laughs> change that's, my mind. <laughs> that, that's something a psychopath would say. You think... Whoa. Also, can we, can we take a step this back here? This is some here? good bread. He, he bite into a bagel and says, this is some good bread. No. Can we take a step Absolutely back not. here and appreciate that the show started five minutes after Cindy left? I'm calling her out right there. <laughs> did it? Yes, it did. I remember specifically. You had a pretty warped sense of time that day. I'm going to be honest. Because uh, it was not five minutes after Cindy left. Yes, it was. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, uh, just wrapping up a little bit here. So, I mean, this is December, you know. All this is going on. We finally do video like we've wanted to for a while. And um, going with the LLC route, we want to be Powder Blue Media. Um, but it took like, you know, 
three, four months before it was like, okay, what the hell is Power Blue Media? Um, we go from being, okay, Unplugged is our one website to now we have four brands and now we're at, let's just focus on Unplugged and 42. But anyway, that was a journey in of itself. Along the way, we officially became an LLC in April. Um, I've had, I mean, my podcast has like had a great run where I had Justin Jackson, Jake Nickel, Chris Ruder on. Um, the bank account just opened up literally two days ago. Wildfire, 10KE, some other grants, over $15,000 in funding. Uh, there's going to be the team working here this weekend full time. Any thoughts on all that? I know every time I bring up or like we see like... Wait, did you just say you're going to have a team here this weekend working full time? Sorry, a team here this summer working full time. Um, so you pay, you're paying overtime now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Every time Jake sees what kind of inspired this whole conversation anyway is every time Jake sees like Power Blue Media LLC anywhere, he's always like, Do you ever stop and wonder and like every, do you ever stop and appreciate that and just look at that and take a step back? That's a pretty good Jake voice, right? Don't 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 answer that, Andrew. <laughs> don't answer that. I I don't want to know if it was or not. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I mean, could you just like expand on that a little bit? Well, yeah, I was saying before the show, we just don't really gas ourselves up as, as much as we should. I mean, when, when you're on the Nordic track, everything feels like it's an uphill battle. And sometimes you just want to win a race. And we win races every day. We win battles every day, but we never stop and think about it. And, you know, as someone who considers himself to be pretty hard on himself, I'd like to make it so that other people don't have to feel that way. But also... It's, it's more than that. It's also genuine because I'm sitting down and my friend's sitting next to me, my college friend, my roommate from next year, and he's sitting with a W4, his name, and then his company comma LLC W9. below it. <laughs> See this? See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. He knows the difference between a W4 and a W9. I don't actually really. The garage people said that fill out. <laughs> I don't care, but you remembered what it was called and you were actually filling out the forms because you had done something with this idea. And it's really cool. So yeah, I... I don't know. I feel like we're often really hard on ourselves. We don't really celebrate the good moments enough, and we don't really think and reflect upon how far that we've come. And so I feel like it's just a nice thing to remind you that, you know, you should because you are 20 years old. I am. And you have an LLC. Period. Like, that's it. I like how you put it. But anyway, yeah, Andrew, I mean, I know you want to jump in, but I was just curious about your thoughts, too, as, like, the content, you know, and the direction hasn't necessarily gone the way you see yourself like entering the media space, but still it's been like a busy time and you've stuck around through it all. I mean, just go for it. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, kind of to piggyback off what Jake was saying, I remember one day we kind of sat and it was a late night, you know, we were both a little bit stressed of various things and we just kind of sat down and talked about just both of us and what we wanted to do with everything going on with Powder Room Media. And I told you like, look, Yes, like, I'm kind of just like a sports guy, and I have some other miscellaneous interests, but that's not really what this is all about anymore, and honestly, big for the beast. better. Huge hype beast, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, big fan of those <laughs> Travis Scott Jordan 1s that you hate, but... Okay, but like, listen, but then I remember what I told you, and I was like, I feel like I would be doing a disservice to myself to not be somewhat involved, because what we're doing here is just so cool and so different, and just... I can see the passion coming from you and like I'm, I'm passionate about a lot of the stuff we're doing as well and just again what we're creating here like what you said Jake dude you're 20 this is an LLC like that's dope right and like the fact that we can also do stuff, stuff like this while all just being friends that's that's an experience and that's an opportunity you don't get very often in life especially in the in the like post-college professional world so again like whether or not I'm you know hosting the fantasy geek every week or creating content i feel like i'd be doing a disservice to myself not being involved some way because it's just that cool yeah and well first of all thanks for all the praise that's why i invited you guys on just to you know gas myself up <laughs> as jake would say um no and another thing i haven't even really mentioned but like 42 is up and running too. our second brand and website we have five stories up and like a lot of marketing coming i know it was supposed to be yesterday um probably this weekend or next week but 42 is coming and we're really excited for that did, um, did you change the logo? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, From yeah. the 240? I, 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 Have you I, seen this logo? That one? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one I was hoping <laughs> we were going to change. I'm going to be honest. I've been very clear throughout this entire process, Nate, that I think he has untapped potential as a graphic designer. I think his logo designs are brilliant. I love 
all of them. I eat it up like <laughs> so much, so much so. Like cheese pizza without any toppings. <laughs> yes, the, the only way pizza is meant to be eaten. Oh, that this, is a terrible take. It's this, a big hot take. But but this, what's this, wrong with this? Yeah, it's I didn't class, actually, I didn't this, actually this design ain't this. It. This ain't it. Over the two forty. Over the do, well, I don't know what well, I don't know what you're talking about. All I know <laughs> the is one that on the back of I'm computer. looking at Diary of a Wimpy Kid, but for Gen Z. Like, it's, <laughs> is it Diary of a Wimpy Kid for Gen Z? <laughs> like, it's, that's in my list of Gen Z things, <laughs> it, it, along with ripsticks. <laughs> it's just not it. It's, and Lego Star Wars. It, does, it doesn't fit. <laughs> it's not clean. It's a, it's a great design for somewhere else. I feel like it does not fit your. Your, I don't know, brand synergy. What's something like a Silicon Valley VC would say? It, there's not enough corporate brand. brand synergy going on here. That's what's missing. That's so, not. So anyway, 42's dope. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know we were like Jake ought to just shit on it, but <laughs> no. But um, in any event, you know, this is kind of the direction this is all going on, and we have. We started the launch the '96 podcast with fashion entrepreneur Ashton Keys, which have been in the works for a while. Also, Jeremy Larkin starring his podcast Whistles. First episode's coming out July 5th. That's going to be a weekly look at the student athlete lifestyle. Jake really looks like he wants to say something. Wait a something. second. You said you didn't make that logo? No. Oh, so, so I just crapped on, on someone else's design? Yep. Look, <laughs> whoever made the logo, it, it, it's a great logo. Vicky's it, friend. In a, in, oh, <laughs> this hurts so much, man. This hurts so much. First thing I'm doing is sending I this like to Vicky. Vicky. I like Vicky's friends. Listen, it's a good logo. I just don't think it fits for 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 this. That's all. It's, you, it's a working logo anyway. Okay. That I. I'm not trying to crap on anyone's artistic abilities, their, their designs. I yeah, like let's it, see so you I design try one. It. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So I, lo- I just want to make that that clear. All right. My, my Look, I like the logo, so <laughs> I don't really have a spot in this combo. Anyway, so I was just referencing, you know, that's everything where we're going. Uh, Larkin started that podcast on the student-athlete lifestyle, talking to him in like three hours anyway. But... <laughs> Oh, here he goes again. <laughs> I've been accused of name dropping him. Best too friend, much. Jeremy Larkin. <laughs> you know he's uh, friends with Jeremy Larkin. You know he's oh, no gonna way, talk dude. with Jeremy Larkin in three hours. <laughs> you know Jeremy Larkin actually. You know he's got to go later. He, he texts him to play pickup basketball All right. today. So you're gonna play Super Smash Bros tonight with Jeremy Larkin. I should just never talk, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Jeremy's a dope dude, though. I, I'm a big say. fan of Jeremy. Gotta say. <laughs> um. Anyway, besides, wait, did you guys know we're starting a podcast with Jeremy Larkin? <laughs> but I've no, I want to turn this back on to you guys, though, because, you know, that's where this is all going next. You guys will be involved in, you know, the degrees you will. But look, it's like college halfway over, like the professional world is starting to some degree now. And I mean, I just want to turn to you guys. What's next for you guys? Like, how have your opinions and outlooks, you know, changed along the journey these last two years? And um has anything changed? Are you still very much uh, embedded in like where you want to end up, where you want to go, and like kind of like how this all builds into what you guys are doing this summer? That's a loaded question, oh, man. Yeah, I know. Considering that I came into college was like, oh yeah, I just want to be like a sports journalist, and now I want to be the host of The Bachelor. Oh, a word? Wait, really? <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> that I mean, makes not, a <laughs> lot of sense. Did you know that Chris Harrison started his career out of college as a sports reporter for a local TV affiliate? That does not surprise me. You know, right? in Michigan, they have a student bachelor. And like, Do they actually? Student, yes. That's too much. That, that seems really That's messy. A lot. Sorry. Imagine if they did that at Northwestern. <laughs> it's like every commercial break would be like, all right, I can't hang out anymore. I have to go study. <laughs> Like I'll anyway. put you in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> What's your email? What's the best invite to send the calendar invite? <laughs> Can we fill out a when to meet? We gotta get this rose ceremony done soon. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, sorry, what's up, Chris Harrison. <laughs> no, but for real, like I think college is a time for a lot of people to kind of figure out what they're doing and what they want to do. But at the same time, it's so interesting because, like we've been saying, like we're twenty. How are you supposed to know what you want to do for the next 40 years at the age of 20 when at age 10, right, just 10 years ago, I mean, you were still learning about like, you know, like basic grammar. You know what I mean? Like the development from age 18 to 22 in life, which is college for, you know, at least us, for a lot of people, is still so young. (laughs) 
it's a whole other story. <laughs> Go check out Unplugged <laughs> for that one. But, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like 18 to 22, I just feel like, is still so young in the life of, of humans. And yet, like, this is when we're supposed to figure out what we want to do. And beyond that, if you try to pivot later in life, that is extremely hard because now is the time when, like, you need to make connections and get internships and honestly go all in on one career path, even though that's kind of unfair. I, I, I agree to some point, but you can always, you know, go to law school. You can always, like, go to community college, get a different degree. But, um, I mean, yeah, how have all those thoughts, I guess, too, like, built into what you'll be doing this summer? And, I mean, you start Monday, right? Are you excited? I, I, I do start Monday. I am very, very excited. Not really nervous either. I must, I'm actually going to be the only intern starting on Monday. Everyone else is basically going to have already started. So that will be interesting. Hope I don't get, like, you know, exercised from all the, like, you know, clicks and friend groups already created there. But... <laughs> well, hopefully not. See, that's what's running through my head. But yeah, so this summer, <laughs> first first uh, NFL media internship like party. It's like you walk up and there'll be a bouncer. It'll be like, who do you know here? <laughs> <laughs> Show my NFL like ID badge. No, but yeah, like you said, I'll be interning with NFL media down in Culver City, Los Angeles this this uh, this summer. Super excited. I'm gonna be actually doing fantasy football stuff. And here's a great way to kind of uh, you know wrap it up and explain how I got this job. So they actually called me. I got a phone call back in March from the talent acquisitions manager, I believe, of the National Football League saying, hey, we're looking to fill positions on this fantasy football internship. And I've discovered your podcast, The Fantasy Geek, right, on the Powder Blue Podcast Network, which is what we've created here in the last year. And I guess they said, you know, would you like, would we, you know, would you like us to forward you the details on this internship? And of course I said, yes. And I mean, yeah. So talk about coming full, full circle. I mean, the oper- I'm already getting opportunities from everything we've created. But also what happened with the internship for you too? Cause remember you applied for something and you didn't get it. Right. But then they like made, I mean, I want, I want to let you tell the story with the NFL. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought you applied for something, didn't get it, and then they like made a position. No, right? no, no, no. So I, I think also part of the way they found me, okay. besides just the podcast, was that I had applied to other stuff with them back in like, geez, like October or oh, November. Okay. And I'm guessing I was in their system the and they probably like, you know, command F'd and searched fantasy football and saw that it was on my resume, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. Not, yeah, uh, sorry, I wasn't trying to like crap on you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was bringing it up because I thought it was like you applied for it, didn't get it, and then they were like... Um, end up like listening to all this stuff and like consuming your stuff and it's like oh like let's make something for him because of hey that. maybe that is what happened <laughs> who knows that'd be dope i'll just give you more credit <laughs> but yeah no so excited to hear it I, I i hope you have a lot of fun this summer um and i don't know mr liker how have how have your thoughts changed just everything these last two years of college I, this is a topic he loves talking about no no i don't actually <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to dampen the mood I, because here's the thing, here's the thing, and this goes back to something I said earlier about how high school feels like everything's going too slow in college, everything's feeling like it's going too fast. I think part of this is because I'm burnt out. It's like the end of the year. Like, I just want to go home. I want to be with my family. I want to be with my dogs. I want to be with my friends. I want to be in the sun. Like, but I just feel like back in high school, I had this more, I was a little hungrier, I guess. I kind of just had this passion, and I really, really, really wanted to go all in on it. And that was all I wanted. And, and now it's like, yeah, I still have that same dream, but I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's different. People talk about the 20-somethings, and you don't really, I didn't really understand what it meant. But I'm just kind of tired right now, to be honest. Like, everything just feels like it's going too fast, and... I don't really know or think I know what I want anymore, which is scary because that's always what's kept me going, you know? But, like, I mean, I still have my dream. I'm still planning on pursuing it. I'm still angling this summer toward it. But I'm just tired right now, and I'm also doing a lot this summer. Like, I'm a big, like, restart guy. I need a break. The reason I didn't go to London uh, with a Medill trip over, over the spring that – like you did and so many others did is because I needed that one week recharge and even that was I'm with you on this Jake I need recharges too I have I'm giving myself less free time than I ever have this summer and I'm honestly a little worried about it but 
I also got to remind myself this isn't just work. It's also fun. Like, I, I love doing these things. Facts. I'm back here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm coming back for to, to American Ninja Warrior Jr. for a reason because those coworkers are now my friends. Uh, those kids are unbelievable. You better watch <laughs> season two because it's crazy what they can do. Um, but, yeah, all, all in all, I have to say I'm still hopeful. I'm, I'm still looking forward to things. Um, and I've really enjoyed watching this. You know, knowing that, you know, you can still have a dream and pursue it and it is still possible to, to make something of it if you're really, really, really willing to work it for it, which you have. And, and and that's why I like keep coming back here, right? Like, it's just a good reminder for me. Like, even at this age, you can have a dream. If you're willing to work for it, you, you can possibly do it. It is possible. You just got to be willing to work for it. And it helps to have uh, the benefits of you know, going to school like Northwestern and being able to afford it, but <laughs> of, of, trust me, of course. Yeah, we we can get into the systemic stuff later. Again, I wasn't trying to be too much of a dev, but yes, yes, yes. It is not as simple as just work hard and you'll make it. Like I get that, but yeah. it is possible yeah. to just do that, though. You know, the other thing I wanted to bring up at some point. Speaking yeah. of like you know jobs and all that you know boring job interview stuff that Nathan, you what you you were the one who said that. You would never want to have to do a job interview by the time you graduate college. Was yeah, that that's quote? one of my goals? It's one of your goals. But let's say you do. Let's say like, I did job interviews before college. Don't true, get me wrong. True. But like well, during college. college. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For like internships and stuff, which I think is kind of like an awesomely hilarious goal. I love it. Yeah. I love it because they suck and they're really annoying and never do a video interview because those are really just kind of weird. Listen, I heard about how a handshake works and that is sounds like the most dehumanized. That that sounds like the worst thing. I can't believe that. What do you mean? Just the idea. Maybe it's not handshake. I don't know what it is. Handshake is like, a, for those listening, handshake is like a LinkedIn uh, for like college. Uh, it like the pushes the Northwestern interview. name. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the video interviews yeah. where it like stops yeah, at a certain that's what, time. That's, that's what that's I had to do. Horrible. It's so weird, and it, it's like for someone who actually likes being on camera, right? Like that's all I want to do in life. I want to be on camera. You know, that's what energizes me. It was so weird, and I hated it. It's like it was like three, two, one, and then boom! All of a sudden, you have this just selfie video going on, and you just kind of have to talk, and you're just staring at yourself. But like, oh, and you can't. So you don't even see someone looking at you. No, 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 no. It is literally you're just recording answers into your computer, and you can't redo them. Like nothing. You're just going. It's not even like it's stressful. That. It's just weird. But anyway, my question, what I was getting to with all of this was like, let's say just for, you know, for, you know, some terrible reason you have to do a job interview at some point, you know, in the next two years, Nate, and they ask you like, oh, so you, I see you're involved in this Powder Blue Media thing. Like, what have you learned from it? What would you even say? I mean, you could talk about like for hours about everything we've done and everything you've learned. You know what I mean? Like, isn't that crazy? Well, so here's the thing. I floated the the question for you guys, you know, the last two years, what have you learned this and that, yada, yada. Um, and I was like, as we're, I hear you guys talking right now, I was like, wait, is it hypocritical if I don't answer this myself? But then I realized I have a podcast called The GL Review where I answer this every week. <laughs> and that's the whole goal moving Shameless toward, plug. Know. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be as you listen to me. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we were talking about, I floated the idea of at the beginning of every episode, like talking about the journey of the podcast and you said you loved it. And that's, I don't know if you know, it's like, that's what I've done the last two weeks. Um, and so th that's the thing. It's like, there's just so, so much I have learned and have thought about. I think about this way too much as you all know. Um, and that's why I'm trying to like, <laughs> I remember when I first brought it up to you, you said, that sounds like it's therapy almost for yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's true like i've tried keeping a journal and then it's like i just don't have time to do it so it's like something along those lines that kind of like track the journey um if you look through my unruled notebook oh boy what's <laughs> the promo code? code powder blue what's the um, no space but no seriously like if you look through my notebook like i want to do this at the end of the quarter because it's just like the amount of random thoughts and ideas just sprawled out like i remember one time in uh one of Jake mentioned the London class I took, Journalism 301. I was just sitting down and it was like, it was a two hour class from like 10 a.m. to 12 or like 9 a.m. to, it was something terrible. And the class was just, I'm, okay, wait, um, I'm gonna have to cut this. But, <laughs> but anyway, I, it was just one of these days where I was a little unfocused and for like a whole hour, um, I just like sprawled out notes for a while about things. And then all of a sudden I looked to my right and Owen, 
uh, was just like kind of looking over my shoulder, just like reading it all. He was after class. He was like, "Wow, that, you had a lot of good stuff there." <laughs> but it's like that's literally what this whole notebook is filled with. So like, one day, you know, when uh, I'm writing my autobiography, I guess I gotta like keep all the receipts, you know. Big journal guy. I, I gotta say, I like the. I'm, I'm with you in that. I like the idea of journaling, but actually doing it is an entire other thing. Because when I write my journal, it's just like I just write, I write like three pages. <laughs> like, exactly. And it's just so hard to keep up. I have, always long form. Always even, long even form. journal notes. Also, I, notebooks are overrated. I got just putting that out there. It's not a hot take. It's not just a good take. <laughs> it's a lukewarm take. I got a. I got a journal for. It, it's actually like a really like nice book. But it's just empty and the pages are like unruled. I have four entries in it. Is it an unruled notebook? <laughs> you just keep on code powder blade. Okay, sorry, continue. It's like a <laughs> no, sketchbook, no, no, no but spaces. cheaper. And it's for normal powder notebook blue, things. No spaces. You know, there's a lot of computers you can like draw on now. And you can draw on yeah, websites. Do you do that on, do, your, on your computer? I have in the past. Oh, right. <laughs> how, how often? I did it more when I had a Surface Book. Oh, so you don't do it on your non-touchscreen Mac? I mean, if I wanted to, I probably could. I could take notes on. You know, I have four entries in a this lot of journal. Things. Okay, yeah, yeah. Continue, Jake. <laughs> I was like really gonna try and do it at the beginning of the year, and I was like, whenever I learn something interesting, I'm gonna do it. I have one entry on October first, one on October fourth, and then I wrote. Just didn't really look at it, and then on New Year's Eve, I wanted to just recap the entire year, just what I learned and like what everything this year was about, and I had that, and I left it empty, and then for the first time since New Year's Eve, I was the early early morning of june 1st I, I i whipped it out again because it was the champions league final and i just i had to get these thoughts off my mind and i just wrote furiously for 40 minutes and fit it all on one page and it was very i'm so glad i did it because it really captured the emotion of, of that point anyway the point is i mean that, that was a very long way of saying a journal can be useful even if you don't write in it often so here's my final point, and I'm going to pseudo-answer your question, Andrew. You know, if someone asked me the question, what have you learned along the way? And of course, I've learned so many different things, but part of the reason I want to do this podcast is just because, look, like, Steve Jobs couldn't have done it without, like, Wozniak, right? Like, and then he ended up screwing him over. Zuckerberg couldn't have done it without Eduardo. Um, my point being is that, I, for all I know, this thing is going to, like, crinkle and burn and will, like, never be anything sustainable and it'll just be kind of a passion project and that's totally cool and that's fun but my point too is it's like without help and support and interest along the way you know nothing's gonna be done of anything because a lot of times I've considered what if I did just make it unplugged with Nathan Grave Lipperman again right and just made it all about myself and like my quirky weird eclectic interests and while like maybe that would work I don't know but like I've seen how difficult, like anyone who's ever created content knows how difficult it is to create content, right? Like, especially if you're not getting a lot of views for it or like if you're not making money and you're not getting views or a grade, like true Fenny TV. Yeah. It's, it's a grind, man. It's all, it's all intrinsic value. And to like hit publish is a amazing feeling. But then like, if you really want to be good at this, the thought is as soon as you hit publish, it's like, when am I starting the next one? You know? Um, so I've discovered is it's been really cool the last couple of days I've been like identifying our summer writing staff our summer contributor staff and it's like 10 strong or so and I've been like talking to everyone one on one you know like people make promises I'm going to like write 10 articles I'm going to do this and that I've no idea who's going to keep it up who won't um you know how great people will do at what they promise they will do but the fact that people are even interested enough to do this is just amazing to me um, as a whole. I mean, Andrew, you brought up, you know, we're talking about like equity and stuff like that. It's like you pointed to, um, it's like all of us combined haven't done as much as you. And, exactly. Um, while like that's true. And I know that it's, it's still anytime anyone ever contributes like their time, their interest, like even comes up to the garage, like Jake right now, when he could have been doing his laundry. How many times um, North this year is this? Yeah. Five I mean, over under. Oh, definitely oh, over. over. Okay. Because okay. between between coming here a lot fall quarter and I am basketball in winter quarter. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Also went to Longfield for the first time as a Northwestern student that's yesterday. Wow, that's like almost Wilmette at that point. Right. Nice. I felt like a strange foreigner in a strange <laughs> land, man. That wasn't home. 
To wrap up, though, my point is whenever anyone has, like, done a single ounce of things to help out, like, I just appreciate every single thing along the way. Because it gets tough doing it yourself, staying up late, like, creating an animation. You know, like, you want to strike while the iron's hot. Like, when the first time you publish a podcast, you want, like, the person that your guest, like, retweet and stuff. But, like, if you make, like, a subpar graphic or something, if you don't take that extra hour to make it really good, that's, like, everything, you know? And that that's that can be really difficult so like that's that's my wrapping that's my concluding thought you can't do it alone it takes a village it really does but people say entrepreneurship is the loneliest profession anyway but it doesn't have to be when it's fun like powder blue media i don't know where i'm going with that but anyway that's all i got do you guys have any concluding thoughts or anything we should do this again we should almost like do a podcast together that'd be crazy call it the unplugged podcast i, I mentioned to vicky they are our good friend Vicky. I, I guess. had a PR. Yeah, had a PR that um, I, I said to her separately. Um, the only logical conclusion uh, of our apartment next year is that the living room becomes a recording studio. Like that's the only way it ends. It'll be my and, room. And sure enough, we get the text. This one, oh, we got to move out of the garage. We got to move <laughs> the stuff into the apartment. I'm like, oh, here we go. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to next year. I think I think it's going to be really interesting, and I'm glad that we were able to kind of reflect on these past two years because it does go by really fast. To so, be fair to me, you. I was I was like doubtful that you would be willing to make the trek up to the garage, so I was trying to make it easier for you. So I'm 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 thankful that you came up here. Oh no, of course. <laughs> Any concluding thoughts, Andrew? We got to do this escape room. Yes. I'm motivated now. We're doing the escape oh, room. Man. We're going to Milwaukee. Do you know how many times I went to the garage for you? And you can't even go to an escape room. <laughs> what? Gonna, yes. One is a 10-minute walk. And yes, it is 10 minutes. One is a 10-minute walk, and the other one's like an hour-long train drive. Hour-long. We're talking, long. We're talking about escape room? Now, you just don't go on the right day. you got to take the purple The escape room is about self-fulfillment. So you try, try to go at 8 a.m. on a weekday? Like. No. Uh, rush hours yes. at night too. <laughs> yes, I am. Self fulfillment I mean, does not I, cost. I was in Chicago yesterday morning. Let me tell you, <laughs> or was that two days? That was two days ago. I'll be in Chicago tonight. I got up eight thirty a.m. Uh, anyway, just wrapping up. You can follow Andrew on Twitter as always at Andrew underscore Fanishel. You can follow Jake at Jake Liker. Thanks, guys, for coming on. That's it. That's episode twenty-seven of the GL Review. Wow episode 27 anyway as always you can follow me on twitter at bynatel that's b-y-n-a-t-e-g-l you can follow the website at unplugged at u-n-p-l-u-g-g underscore d and log on at up.powderbluemedia.com until next time see ya